If someone looked into your checkbook, what would that say about you? How about your calendar? This episode helps us get clear on the importance of understanding where we are called, how a no can be the answer to someone's prayer, and loving someone well doesn't always mean giving them what they say it is they want. We have an opportunity to do things different. And along that same thought process, I recently received an awesome five-star review entitled A Breath of Fresh Air from ENG43, and it says, Corey is so authentic and in tune with what every mom struggles through on a regular basis. I can tell she spends plenty of time in the Bible and with Jesus himself. Mountains of encouragement and helpful perspective shifts to be found here. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you so much. These reviews truly, truly are such a delight. They are such a bright spot in my day. I appreciate you taking the time to leave them and invite anyone else listening. Please leave your written Apple review as well. I love featuring you in episodes just like this and also in our weekly newsletter. But for now, let's listen in and unpack how we can simplify our influences and maximize our impact. Hey, hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life Coach and Messy Mompreneur. And I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you. So grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Hey, Treasured Mama, welcome back to the podcast where we are diving into all things simplicity as it relates to your relationships. And honestly, beloved, this comes down to an identity conversation. Where are you allocating your resources of time and your resources in terms of your talents? Because what I can tell you is when we look at somebody's checkbook and when we look at somebody's calendar, it becomes very evident. It becomes very clear what our priorities are. And as moms, I know that so many times we prioritize everybody else before ourselves and we have believed the lie that that is an honorable thing to do. When we do things out of order, that is outside of how God has shown us to live because he is a God of order. He did not create the people before the earth. He's a God of order in desiring to live a life where we are representative of him. We are his kingdom ambassadors. We want to live a life of order as well. Let's dive into all the things. And we're going to start with going backward before we go forward. The previous couple of episodes here on the podcast, we have talked about systems and we've talked about simplifying and decluttering and tidying specifically our homes. But there are two other 
main places where we want to declutter and tidy, and those are in our heads and our hearts. It's important that we clean up our headspace. The Bible tells us to take every thought captive. We do not want to be double-minded in our thinking. Rather, we want to be unified and aligned in our thinking. So we are thinking with the mind of Christ, which is our portion. And when we take every thought captive, we go through this process that I walk through with my clients where we identify what do we want to release that we've already partnered with, what do we want to retain that we've partnered with, and what is the new thing that we want to receive. And although we are not going to dive into all those specifics because I have an entire experience for my clients that I walk through with that, what I do want to share with you is one major takeaway and that is where are you contributing your time and your talents? If you look at your calendar, you will see what your priorities are. If you look at your checkbook, And I'm probably dating myself because so many people have shifted from the checkbook to the card, if that's a debit card or a credit card. But really, truly, it is important to see a log, see a register, take account, and look at where are you spending your time? Where are you distributing your talents? Because those places you're pouring into, you are getting something out of that. And when we shift into some of these deeper conversations, we are able to uncover what is in our heart. But for today, let's simply evaluate what currently is. Previously, I had mentioned how we were talking about stuff, decluttering, tidying stuff. Now we are going to talk about decluttering and tidying the spaces and the people in those spaces. So what this means is what is being prioritized with your time and what kind of people are you investing in? What I can tell you is when you surround yourself with people that God has not called you to pour into in this season, we are often doing that from a place of lack. So if you are feeling absolutely drained, one of two things is happening in this season. Either you are a yes lady where you say yes to all the things, even if God did not call you to serve in that place, space, or capacity, or you are saying no to things that God has actually called you to. So how do we determine Where is a place God has called us to where we are on assignment? And where is a place we can ask the question, where can this person be served better? Often a no, when it is a holy no, it is an opportunity for you to create the space to say yes to what God has prepared you for. And so many of us mamas have believed this lie that if we tell somebody no, We are not loving them well. I want to share a little example with you. When I have a child, currently all my children are just turned one a couple days ago and turned eight this past summer. So all of my children are in the younger years, early elementary and not even in school. So if one of them wants to cross the road just because they have a ball on the other side, 
would it or would it not be loving of me to say no because I want to keep them protected from something they don't currently have the ability to appropriately steward? Well, of course, the answer is saying no in that instance is absolutely a way to love them best. I give you that baseline example so you can apply it when you are looking at the relationships you may need to say no to forever or in this season. Sometimes saying no to somebody having time on your calendar is for you to have that space to say yes to what God has called you to. However, sometimes you saying no to that person being on your calendar gives them space for them to say yes to what God has called them to. And that, beloved, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Oftentimes, loving somebody the best way possible is saying no to the thing that they want so they have space to say yes to the thing that they need. If somebody wants to go have another double cheeseburger, but they need a heart transplant in the season, then the best way I can love them is to say no to the cheeseburger so they can show up to their appointment to receive the heart transplant. And that seems like a very profound and perhaps extreme example. And it is because this is not the time to mess around with the thoughts that you're taking into your heart space as your belief system because we want to get to a place where we can take every thought captive and then reject it right in that moment if it is not God's portion for us or receive it right in that moment if it is God's portion for us because as we do that and we get better at doing that there will be less situations where we have to release something we received that was not in alignment with God's portion for us. Here's an example. If you think of your heart as being a cup and you have dirt, now you want to drink clean water out of this cup so you do not want dirt to be in there. But if somebody brings you a handful of dirt and says, do you want this dirt in your cup? And you say, no, you reject it in that moment. It's not your portion. You don't want to drink dirt, right? Now, if somebody comes and there is a beautiful flower that is coming out of the dirt and they say, do you want to receive this dirt? You may be tempted to say yes because you might be willing to receive the dirt so you can also get the flower. But know that sometimes the devil shows up, the Bible says, as an angel of light. He masquerades. He will try present something that's aesthetically appealing, that is visually delightful, that is palatable to your current senses so that you give him an access point to gain access to your heart space. But I want you to know, beloved, that just because there's a flower in the soil doesn't mean that the soil is good quality. Somebody could have plucked that flower from good soil, plopped it in that soil, and then presented it to you as something that is not your portion so they could gain access. This is the relevance of our thoughts in taking them captive. Instead of blaming everybody else for the experience we're currently having, perhaps we can take responsibility and say, who am I surrounding myself with? 
If I am in a situation and I dread going to it, I have no peace about being there and I feel depleted when I leave that place, then I would encourage you to go to God and say, God, am I even supposed to be here? Or perhaps you already know the answer to that. And it's time to stand up boldly and confidently and break agreement with that interaction and not show up in that place anymore because it is not valuing the treasure that God has placed within you. So in this season, I really, really want to drive this point home that you get to choose. You get to choose where you're showing up and how you're engaging. And if there are relationships right now in this season that are requiring a lot of your time and they're always taking of your talents, but they're not reciprocating anything to you and you know God has not called you to them in this season, instead of continuing to complain about how exhausting that is, I encourage you to pursue Christ in the secret place and ask him, Lord, what are the words, the wise words to share with this person to lovingly separate in this season or on a permanent basis, whatever God has called you to? And when you do that, you will begin to realize you have more energy, you have more peace, you have more confidence in showing up in the places that you can because you're well-rested and you're filled up and you're confident that you are called to contribute in that place or that space. And the people in your dwelling place where you live, your family, your children, your spouse, they will get the best version of you. Because you won't be so depleted by pouring into places that God did not call you to pour into. You see, oftentimes we are trying to prosper in a place that was not prepared for us. If God has given me a shovel to go shovel up the dirt, or if God has given me a tiller to go till the soil in preparation for a garden to plant, and I'm showing up on a concrete slab when he did not give me a jackhammer, That means I'm showing up in the wrong place because if God has called you to it, he has equipped you for it. Your time, your talents are treasures that God has given you. And I encourage you, especially in this season, but always be a good steward of that. Show your children how to be good stewards of what God has given them by being a good example. In summary, sometimes that means extending a loving no. Sometimes that is the best way you can love someone. But also, as my mentor says, you want to respect the oil that is on your life. Value the oil that is on your life. We get to stop showing up in these places God hasn't called us to simply because we're operating from a place of fear of people's opinions when we say no. And instead, when you go to God first, and you get the directive and the revelation from him, you can confidently show up in the places and spaces he has called you to, and you will see the beautiful fruit that is a result of that. As we are going into this new month, I really want to encourage you, be confident in valuing the treasure that is within you. Start taking every single thought captive. Number two, release the things that are not in alignment with Heavenly Father's call on your life. And number three, courageously show up in the places you're called and say no to the places that you're not. 
Heavenly Father, I thank you for this beloved woman of God, Father. I pray that she has the confidence to show up and contribute where she's called God. And know that sometimes that means saying no to something. So she has the space to say yes to what it is you have for her, God. Lord, I just pray that she knows she can show up from a place of love, from a place of joy, and say no to things that are not peace-promoting in her life, God, so she can say yes to the relationships that matter most to her. First, that is you, and then her family. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Hey mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes Treasured Mama Podcast and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 